You are listening to episode 146 of the 360 Vegas Podcast. Check out the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com or send us an email at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. 360 Vegas Podcast is brought to you in part by tickets.accessvegas.com. For the best seats in Vegas and at concerts and sporting events around the world, try tickets.accessvegas.com. Don't forget, you only got 10 more days to place your order for a limited edition 360 Vegas shirts. September 23rd is the deadline. Uh, Details on what we've got and how to order are all on the blog. Day after tomorrow, gentlemen, we'll be in Las Vegas. Welcome to Vegas. Las Vegas functions on a a 24-hour-a-day schedule. The casino. Big volcano out in front. That's the Eiffel Tower. Bellagio. Riviera. The Mirage. Flamingo. Sahara. The MGM Grand. This isn't the real Caesars Palace, is it? On a gamble. They always put the machines that pay off the most right in the front. Good luck. The Strip is just the most amazing stretch of road, I think, probably anywhere in the world. Kicking ass in Vegas. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Welcome to Las Vegas. This show is brought to you in part by Diesel Punk Stout. Diesel Punk, eat a bag. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I'm excited. Man, it's been like almost a month since you and I have chatted. Yes, I mean, we've been keeping in touch via text message and uh, about various various items, but uh, nothing show-related, so I'm happy to be back. I'm very happy to have you back. All right, well, let's talk about Vegas. We know how to do that, or at least theoretically. Well, you should, at this point, I believe, have some random Vegas for you. Is that right? I do. That is correct. You're aware of the format. Let's do that. (laughs) With summer winding down, we prepare to close our pool for the season, so I found this this item quite timely. The pools at Aria are open and heated to 82 degrees year-round. We got that from Aria's Twitter handle. And that seems a bit cold to me, right, Karen? Because... We prefer ours to be in the high 80s to low 90s when yeah, we're enjoying. I, I, it sounds like a hot tub to me, though. It's a comfortable. Oh, it's a comfortable it's, water. It's lovely. It's a, it's a lovely. It's a lovely refreshing. I, I like see, see, my understanding is that a pool is supposed to be cool and refreshing on a hot day, not that's uh, like a warm bathtub that you get into during a hot no, day. No, that, that's just to be, I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know where you got your information from, but it is. I didn't say cold. I didn't say cold. I said cool. No, well, I, I find that that temperature cooling. When, when the outside air temperature is in the mid to high 90s plus humid, yeah, going into a pool that's like 85, 86 is very cooling. Hmm. <laughs> well, agree to disagree. <laughs> I actually have no basis for that argument. Right. <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't own a pool, and I, yeah, I've, you're, you're actually, looking, I you're, I've been swimming in quite some time. <laughs> you're, you're talking to folks who seek out triple digits and love them to an extent that's I've had my fair share of some hot temps lately. It was bloody fucking hot in Florida this past week. <laughs> it was bloody hot. It was. He's filling really in for was. the Aussie that's like not that. on the show like for the, whoever the new guy is. Right. <laughs> Except I don't take it in the ass. Right. <laughs> well, you didn't not have to say he was taking it. I mean, come on. <laughs> it just depends. I can be coerced into things. Right. <laughs> Depends on how much tequila is involved. And if there's a warm pool around, apparently. <laughs> See, we're setting the stage. <laughs> it's called foreshadowing. That's right. <laughs> oh, foreshadowing. All right, well, let's move on to the Vegas Mayor Review of the Week. 
This week's review is Carmen's September 10th review of Jean-Georges Steakhouse at Aria. Give it one out of five chips. Yeah, Carmen wrote, the chef should go back to chef school. <laughs> that's, the official, that's officially what it's called. <laughs> hey, I, I think you should go back to the chef school. Uh, the food was gross. Uh, lots of exclamation points uh, separated by one comma in a space. Uh, everything was salty and the steak... <laughs> S-T-A-K-E. <laughs> was, was burned in, outside, and raw in the inside, period. No space spent. My night in the bathroom. Want the best chef cooking your steak? Go to the Four Seasons Steakhouse. I'm going to guess he was emotionally compromised while writing this review. <laughs> or, or, he was reading, or he was reading instructions on how to assemble his new outdoor tent. <laughs> That's my that's my thought on it. Multitasking. Sometimes it yes. can be a hindrance. There you go. Don't know how to pitch a tent. Got to read some instructions. <laughs> I'm a boss when it comes to pitching a tent. I don't. I just wake up and it's there. Right. <laughs> I can attest to this. There are many a times that, <laughs> that your tent pitching has become uncomfortable. All right. Especially when you got your when you've got your your winter blankets out and then it's kind of heavy and. <laughs> kind of weighs down on you. But anyway, uh, that's that's neither here nor there. Um, what is here and now is the Twipping of the Week, however. This week's winner comes to us from at Cromwell Vegas for their photo of their rooftop douche gala affair, also known as Dre's. <laughs> Despite the stereotypical people who patronize them, the excessive cost they are to visit, and the never-ending oonts, I think day cubs are kind of cool, especially ones located on the Strip. Something about the inescapable reality that you are in Vegas just really amuses me. In this picture, that is illustrated by the fact that at first glance, this could be a picture of any pool in a high-end hotel. However, it only takes about another second to see the hulking Caesars Palace Augustus Tower photobombing the shot, just in case you forgot where you were. I'm really looking forward to more pictures like this from Dre's documenting what I can only imagine our various great views of the Vegas Strip, and thrilled to add this one to our collection. As always, we'll link to it on our blog. We'll put it on our Flickr and Pinterest pages, feature it on our Facebook and Google Plus pages, the Twitter header, as well as the enhanced version of our show. The weather is apparently the talk of the town this evening, and my wife uh, in particular is very excited about the weather. And she had it with the, the Florida heat when we lived there, and so now she's just fall's her favorite, favorite season, and she likes it to feel like fall not just look like fall. So she's kind of geeking out about this. Awesome. I, don't, I don't understand your wife. I'm confused. I don't either, I, I don't either but she, <laughs> you know, she puts out and that's right. <laughs> there you right. go. That's she somehow lets important. me enter her whenever I choose, so. Yeah, she lets me inside of her body and that's good. Uh, it's, it's good for me, yes. It's the primary goal in you and I's female conquests. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Awesome. Absolutely, Mark. Yes, thank you. Awesome. <laughs> Wholeheartedly agree. All right, without further ado, let's enter the news. <laughs> it's kind of awkward to hang out and listen to this bro fest. That's all I'm going to say. Let's go balls deep into the news, Mark. Uh, first of all, first of all, you can support the show when you shop at Amazon. Simply go to the blog 360VegasPodcast.com, click on the Amazon better, and then go about your purchase. Man, I did it today. He's a pro. 
I did it today. I bought some K-Cups for my Keurig machine. I appreciate you. Because I, <laughs> I appreciate my patronage. <laughs> Your support, Brian, means a lot to me. <laughs> uh, uh, first up, Bally's Bizarre Update. You've got you've got one for us, I believe. I, I do. I do. It is bizarre. It is real. Uh, no, I won't go with it. Uh, it it's, a very biz- it's a very bizarre bizarre. Right. <laughs> and not in a good way. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. It's a pe- it's a peculiar bizarre <laughs> update. Brian, you can talk forever, and I'll listen. <laughs> uh, it will open this December with 110 stores, four full service restaurants, and 20 grab and go food options. Other than the projections of how it will look, developer Larry Siegel appears to have confirmed our worst fears, and I quote. We'll be bringing in unique tenants, and we not only want them to sell their merchandise, but to interact with customers in a real-time way so shoppers are compelled to hang around. Or in my case, fall into a blackout rage and attack somebody. <laughs> 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 uh, you know, in, in the Grand Bazaar's defense, one of the future tenants, iTech, said it's an open passage so you can walk right through it like Disneyland on steroids. You know, first, listen... Whether it's open or not, that's that's cool. But I don't know if you necessarily want... I understand, obviously, Disney is something to aspire to. But do you not also in, invite disappointment just by doing that? Because you're like, oh, well, this is, you guys said this was going to be like Disney. Like, this is shit. You're setting the bar rather high. Yeah, way too high. Yeah. Now, reading this RJ article reaffirms my concerns that I may never be able to enter valleys from the front entrance again. <laughs> I'm always going to have to go in the back door. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> but the one... That's the kind of quality people line up to listen to, Mark. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but the, the, the comparison I make is if I'm going to get this kind of high-pressure sales pitches, or I don't know, whatever the fuck you're going to get, what I'm concerned about is I'm going to always either have to enter from Paris or, or from, you know, just walk on the sidewalk and pass the bazaar and then enter by the, by the Porca Shore and... If I have to make that much of an effort, I mean, think about it. Karen and I have said we love Tropicana and Palms, and we slim to never visit them just because we traditionally hang out at Center to North Strip, and that's just an effort. So if I'm going to have to make that much of an effort, I, I, I can't see me continuing to go into Bally's. But one thing I will I will say that, that we saw, thanks to Vital Vegas, shared some pictures of the progress, and it appears to be more of a collection of strip mall-type buildings instead of the shanty town that it's been described as and renderings have kind of given the impression of. The photo shows a clear and wide path leading you right down the middle, almost like they could have just removed the water feature and placed the moving walkway right on the ground. So ultimately, we'll have to wait until December to find out what exact Grand Bazaar we get, but the tale of two stories, literally. The RJ terrified me, and the Vital Vegas article really made me feel a lot better. That's the kind of gaping passage you know many, many people have ventured through before. I, I'm trying to figure out if the one comment says, yes, her ass only means that that looks like somebody's ass, or if it had something else to do with what you said. But i got to tell you, it looks like throwing a hot dog down a hallway. <laughs> <laughs> a timeless, timeless classic. Actually, with the round well, if you're circle there. behind the walkway. That's a girthy man, Karen. It kind of looks like it might be. <laughs> Brian-esque, I'm going to tell you. <laughs> you know, I'm gonna you have, are just too much. Tonight. I'm going to have to take your word on that one. I missed you. All right. Our next item up 
for discussion this week is the Vegas Valet Adventures at Stressafir. That's right, yes. Stressafir? Wednesday at around 8 p.m., a Ford F-150 crashed the front entrance <laughs> of the Stratosphere Casino. A California man on a six-day drug bender had an argument with a man in the valet area. At some point, he decided to jump into his truck and crash through the glass doors before breaking on the marble floor, all in an attempt to gain his 15 minutes of fame. He actually said that to the police. That's why he did it. Yeah, why not? Yeah, why not? Finding that lobby parking space suitable to his needs, the ponytailed male driver exited the vehicle and came out swinging, getting into a scuffle with a collection of other male hotel guests before security subdued him. When police arrived, he was quite chatty, telling them that he used to be an electrician for the Burning Man Festival, shared a birthday with Elvis Presley, and the reason his shorts and shirt were soaked was because he peed on himself. And who wouldn't with excitement like that? Let's be honest, all right? <laughs> It'll set you free, Brian. When, when police searched the vehicle, they found crack on an open ashtray and a glass pipe on the floor. That's probably why you got frustrated. Couldn't reach that's a, that sounds like, I'm going to be honest, that sounds like a fucking tremendous evening. Right. <laughs> this man's having a good time, all right? Oh, he's really enjoying himself. Party. That's right. Don't judge him. Excellent. That's really good. As long as no one was hurt, it's fine, I right. think. <laughs> When the tow truck arrived, Pony Boy appeared proud and exited er, and, and excited to Jesus. <laughs> pony Somebody Boy. got overly excited. I, I did. I get so so proud of my Pony Boy <laughs> reference. Here it goes again. Pony Boy appealed appeared Jesus Christ. <laughs> appeared proud and excited, believing all the lights were national news photographers. He claimed his grand plan was to jump off the stratosphere tower. Now, coming down from his excellent adventure, he got a little less playful at the jail later and had to be restrained and wear a spit mask. The whole ordeal took about an hour to clean up and repairs to the doors were made the following day. Ah, stratosphere. <laughs> I think a perfect venue for such an event. Right, exactly. So you can't blame them that this crazy man decided to you know, choose them uh, as but, his target. But, but if someone were to say, okay, this is going to happen somewhere in the strip. Where's it going to happen? I'm like, oh, well, obviously. It's obviously, it's the stratosphere. Yeah. <laughs> Point. Well yes. done. I mean, look at the look at the the layout there. I mean, those doors are just asking to be penetrated by your vehicle. I would have to agree with you. I, I would say, Brian, they they were coercing this man. I, I they were flaunting. Listen, if you're going to wander if you're going to wander around flaunting an entrance like that, uh, you're going to get invaded. Oh, I mean, it, it looked like he slid in really easy. It, it, I, so, I will give you that, too. Yeah. <laughs> Effortless. Effortlessly entering. <laughs> Probably regrettably. Like, oh, this isn't even <laughs> worth the effort. <laughs> As he sits in his prison cell the next day, contemplating the, the evening past, sort of really regretting the decision. I'm but glad he wore in, the time, in the moment, it, it's, it, it obviously sounded like a great idea. <laughs> I think it sounded like a good idea. Now, if I were sitting in the jail cell, I'd probably be thinking otherwise, but... Um, right now, it sounds like a really good time. <laughs> Smoke some crack in my F-150. I want to party with right. this man. <laughs> take those doors Take those doors right to pound town with my car. Back it up, run it back in, back it up, run it back in. Show oh, yeah. those doors. Show them. Yep. <laughs> Teach them who the lesson is. All right. Our next story, Mandalay Bay Lobby Digress. <laughs> I love that. Since opening in 1999, Mandalay Bay has often been referred to as the Mirage South for many reasons. 
The buildings are both gold tri-towers. They both have a South Pacific motif as well as large aquariums in their lobbies. Correction. They both had aquariums in their large lobbies. In their in their large lobbies and their lobbies. <laughs> <laughs> Mandalay Bay has decided to remove their lobby centerpiece attraction, the 14-foot-tall fish tank. They originally took down the 12,000-gallon-plus saltwater aquarium for repairs in May. When they began refilling the tank after repairs were done, they discovered the leak they were attempting to fix was still there. In July, they decided to remove the attraction altogether. The inhabitants of the fish tank have been relocated to the property's shark reef attraction. No word on what they have planned to replace the tank, as it stands now, they have little more than a table with some floor arrangements in its place, leaving their lobby with slim to no personality. Now, this isn't like when Mirage removed their mermaid statues. This is like if Bellagio decided to remove the glass sculpture from their lobby ceiling or Cosmopolitan got rid of their digital columns. When you and I were there, we realized something was missing but couldn't click what it was because we haven't spent a whole lot of time there. But it was clear. Yeah. Something was, it's like, this This is just really open and bare. What is going on? And, and I didn't even realize it until I saw this article. It's not, no, you're typing. Type, just type. To talk to Brian. <laughs> you're not supposed to be talking to me. Uh, no, I have no opinion, so Karen, you're up. Oh, thanks. Can you give me a heads up next time you don't have an opinion? Send me you a know, Nicholas Cage may not be the most talented man in Hollywood, but uh, he sure does fucking put his try-hard hat on every time. <laughs> And he, and he tries hard being the same fucking character, which is just gross. And anybody who he ever puts, said he's a He puts a everything symbol. he has into those roles, Karen. You take Ugh. that back. No. You no. take that back. You apparently didn't see The Sorcerer's Apprentice. Uh, I did, actually. No, I, I don't believe you. I don't believe you. <laughs> Your comments tell me otherwise. Let's move on to the next topic. We should. Next up, Death of the Dealer Tainers. Vital Vegas confirmed that, in fact, the Dealer Tainers at the soon-to-be-rebranded Link are no more. First of all, before we even go any further, am I the only one that gets confused by that? I, I know I've talked to you about this, where they, they spent so much time drilling into our heads that that whole outdoor shopping promenade is known as the Link. And now you're referring to the hotel as the Link. So it's like, yeah, we're going to go to Link. Like, so are you, going to, are you going to the casino? Or are you going to the, to the thing? Where, where are you going? Yeah, I'm not real clear on that either. And, you know, having been away from, from Vegas for quite a while, too, and I, I before I really think I can give any sort of uh, intelligent opinion on it, I, I'd like to actually, actually physically be there and see it first. But Well, you're not going to uh, get a chance to see it now. Probably not. <laughs> so no That's true. And it'll yeah. probably be torn down by the time I get there next. So. <laughs> right. <laughs> this whole thing was a fucking abortion. Let's get rid of it. <laughs> Those of you that don't know, dealer-tainers are people who look like celebrities like Elvis, Tina Turner, and Michael Jackson, who would deal table games as well as perform periodically in the center of the gaming pit. The concept for the dealer-tainers was originally a cross-promotion of the Legends and Concert Show in residency at Imperial Palace. They were popular enough that the dealer-tainers stayed even after the show moved to Flamingo. When Imperial Palace became the Quad, the dealer tainers made the transition and had prominent placement in the property in the main thoroughfare. They were one of the first things that you would see when entering the property from Harris Carnival Court across from Quad's Catalyst Bar. However, they quickly appeared to be out of place in their new surroundings. Quad saw it too and began to slowly phase them out, starting with reduced hours, then a reduction in their performance space from an elevated platform to what looked like a slightly elevated corner space you'd find in your local karaoke bar, and now gone. 
unlike Vegas shows, I don't imagine that they're going to find another property because they don't really generate money unless Caesars has data that shows they attracted players similar to the justification for the use of the party pits. To be clear, the Link Quad did not fire the dealer retainers. They were offered new positions in the property. In the same article, Vital Vegas reported that the reason for the name change from the Quad to the Link is because of its loose affiliation with the number four, which scares Asian gamblers because in Mandarin, it sounds like the word death and that keeps those gamblers away. That can't be right, right? It just seems like a really loose affiliation. Like, like almost like if it was called the deuce and then two of you walked in there needing to take a deuce, you're like, oh, this is gonna be a really bad thing. We shouldn't go in there. We should go next door. No? This place smells like shit. I'm leaving. <laughs> Well, in actuality, it smells just fine. It's just your mind playing tricks on you. Next item up on our list, MGM returns to Atlantic City. Looking to get any positive press of any kind, the New Jersey Casino Control Board has approved MGM to reclaim its 50% stake in the Borgata while they still want it. They were previously forced to relinquish it when the commission didn't like their ties to partner Pansy Ho, who's... Pansy Ho? That's Pansy his name? Ho. That is her name, yes. Her name is Pansy Ho. Yes. Hold on. Shut up. They That's were, interesting. <laughs> they were previously forced to relinquish it when <laughs> the commission didn't like the ties to their partner Pansy Ho, who perceived to have an Asian organized crime connection <laughs> largely because of her father's well-documented connection. She has since reduced her interest in her father's Chinese company from 50 to 24%, so New Jersey doesn't object to the partnership anymore. In truth, MGM never relinquished their ownership in the property. Rather than cut ties with Pansy Ho, they decided in 2010 <laughs> to sell their 50% stake in the company. However, weren't unable to find a buyer. <laughs> Borgata is the most profitable casino in the Atlantic City market. Y'all having a good time? <laughs> yeah. Brian, do, do you want to read that? No, why don't you go ahead? Okay, so they asked, what about her sister, Utaho? <laughs> Thank you, Captain X Dave. Oh. That's cute. I'm not sure if you guys know this or not, but it is time for Prop Stew. <laughs> for those of you unfamiliar, Prop Stew, or Prop Bets, as we like to call it, is an extension of the news with just bits and pieces of noteworthy items without the whole story. Starting off the props due for this week, it was announced this week that Atlantic City's Taj Mahal is expected to close in November and release all of its employees, some 2,800 of them. So for the score, that is five casinos closing and over 7,000 people out of jobs in the Atlantic City market. Vital Vegas reported that the Polaroid photo bar at Link has now made its second floor museum a free attraction. Vegas Cheddar, some details on the changes at Palms is making its uh, to its players club. For those interested, we've got a link on the blog. Daily Fiasco reported on Sammy Hagar's announcement on his website that he is looking at a short-term residency at the Hard Rock and speculated that, considering the only thing Hagar has ever done that could actually sell out the joint for a multi-night event would be if Hagar and Van Halen reunited. No word if that is what they're doing. I'd go see that. Sure, why not? The RJ reported that Kid Rock is in talks with Hard Rock to take over the Body English Club at the property in an attempt to prevent it from closing again. This week, Mirage's new 24-7 cafe named Pantry opened in the space formerly home to B.B. King's Club. And 
BB <laughs> King's uh, club. Yeah. <laughs> there was a thing. His, his um, he did a thing there. Uh, club. That's right. it. <laughs> Finding w- new ways to misappropriate funds, New York, New York unveiled their new $300,000 chocolate bar, which consists of one TV, <laughs> one 36 inch t- tube TV, <laughs> six bar stools, and a promised coming soon menu of specialty cocktails inspired by classic treats. It is, of course, located by the property's new Hershey attraction and store. <laughs> Tag Sports Bar at the Link Quad has installed a mobile sports betting window for football season open <clears throat> Thursday through Sunday. Hopefully another sign that the public's fascination with them is fading. The Kardashian Chaos retail store at the Mirage is closing on October 30th after three long, terrible years in Vegas. Right. Rock in Rio Vegas 2015 announced that they have signed Bruce Springsteen and the Rolling Stones to perform in next year's festival. Closed since March of this year, MGM Grand has finally opened a new dining option in the space formerly occupied by Tom Colicchio's Wishcraft Restaurant. It's called Grab and Go Express and has been operating for several months just without a name. They serve exactly what you would expect they would serve uh, with a name like Grab and Go. Looking to break away from the unfair stereotype of being beautiful and classy, the fountains of Bellagio will. Oh, yeah, there seems like yeah, there seems to be a. It seems to be a formatting issue on your part, but I'll I'll just let it slide. That's fair. That just went right into the next one. You were steamrolling; you couldn't be stopped. I know, dude. I was just plowing right through all of them. Let's get this shit done. I'm back. I'm back. Let's get the show on track. <laughs> go, go, go. Looking to break away from the unfair stereotype of being beautiful and classy, the Fountains of Bellagio have added an exclusive three-song medley by DJ Tiesto to its production collection. Who? It will, yeah, exactly. It will debut at 7 p.m. on September 17th. No word how often it will play or how long it will be in rotation. It's an oons DJ, Karen. Yeah, I was going to say, you guys, are, you guys are out of touch if you don't know who Tiesto is. Yeah. And you might also be out of time. <laughs> out of my head and when you're not around, Brian. You have no idea. Absolutely. See, it's funny. See, that's, that's, see, that's how broad and diverse my knowledge of music is, is I can go from Tiesto to Hall & Oates in just like that. Mm. Yes. Still waiting for that video, by the way. Yeah, keep waiting, Mark. Keep waiting. <laughs> Riviera is requesting approval to use a percentage of their gaming revenue to put towards the cost of what they are expecting will be $100 million in renovations to the property. All this is in preparation for an anticipated increase in volume all the projects planned around the area could bring. No specifics on what they've got planned are available at this time, but they're sure to fail. (laughs) And the last part of their full renovations are implosion. A f- and lastly, a fully restored Liberace neon sign joined the outdoor exhibition space at the Neon Boneyard this week. It's literally just like his cursive signature. So. Uh, Liberace. 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 Or li- I see, I almost pronounced it properly. That's what a fucking retard I am. That would be funny if I pronounced it correctly. In in deliberately trying to mispronounce it. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Only only you, sir. It's true. There aren't many that suck as much as I do, Brian. (laughs) That's going to do it for the news and props, too. Let's move on to playing Vegas.
All right, time for Playing Vegas, a uh, portion of our show where we share with you upcoming entertainment opportunities occurring within the next week outside of the normal residencies for Tuesday. Limp Biscuit and Machine Gun Kelly are performing at the House of Blues at Mandalay Bay. Show starts at 6.30 p.m. Tickets will start at 50 bucks. Wednesday, Godsmack, Skillet, and Pop Evil are performing at the Joint at Hard Rock. Show's going to start at 7 p.m. Tickets start at $40. On Friday, Diana Ross is performing at the Coliseum at Caesars Palace. Show starts at 6.30. Tickets will start at 50 bucks. And the best of Jethro Tull. Oh, my God. The best of Jethro Tull. <laughs> Which means the one guy that was in Jethro Tull will then perform <laughs> songs from Jethro Tull. <laughs> the, the very best of Jethro Tull. <laughs> Featuring Ian Anderson will be at the Pearl at Palms. Uh, show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets will start at $62. I'm, just, I'm just surprised that Diana Ross is still alive. Yeah, I was just going to say. <laughs> it is really they're funny. Gonna, they're going to they're gonna wheel her wheelchair on stage at the Coliseum. <laughs> like, I can't believe she's got a voice or any possible performance. Well, it, it, at least before she used to be able to stand and be kind of the statuesque woman that was lovely. Can she still stand up? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> we'll find it. It's not like she's gotten to be Aretha Franklin, where Aretha apparently ate the original Aretha Franklin and anyone who was around her and now is the current incarnation, so. Well, and to Brian's point with Jethro Tull, like, that that combination is just awful. Like, I thought the rest of, like, the heavy metal folks and that's when Friday. they won the Grammy, I know, when they won the Grammy, like, would have bounced them Would have killed them, them all. Off. I'm pretty sure they did, and that's why only Ian Anderson is left. <laughs> Friday. I love when Karen publicly agrees with me. It makes me feel so good. Aww. It doesn't happen that often, Bri, but it, I, I can't, you know, when you're... Pu- publicly, publicly you're right. it doesn't happen that often, but well, behind the scenes, it happens very often. No, happens probably even less frequently behind the scenes. I don't know. You you, you throw a lot of looks of approval his way. I'm going to say there's insinuations there. <laughs> yes, because I, I look at Brian frequently. Right. When, when was the last I, time I saw him? Come on. I'll, I'll send you a little 8x10 picture of me, and you can set it up. You, I'll frame it. You can set it up there. Brian, uh, Brian. So you can look at my, my handsome face whenever she, we're recording. She, she oh, likes Lord. to play it off, but many a times I've seen her have conversations with your picture going, I don't know, Brian, is this the right thing that we should be doing here? I, I don't know. That's what I think. <laughs> <laughs> like, babe, who are you talking, now that's, talking to? Brian? That's, now that's a little creepy. <laughs> well, it is, but you know, it's, it's all meant in a place of love. I, I don't Karen, know. It's a little creepy. What you're doing is a little creepy. I don't know what place of love you're finding this in, Mark, but now I'm a little concerned because you're apparently having visions and not the good kind. Friday and He's Saturday. He's having delusions of grandeur. Of your grandeur, apparently, if he well, thinks I'm talking to you. Uh, all of every every inch of my grandeur. So, so for the record, they're asking for different pictures now. They're asking for um, Sig, uh, Siegfried and Roy, the hot girl that was a twit pick. Uh, Hang on one second. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna post for you guys can look at all the pics right now. Hold on. Oh, Google.com. There you go. Uh, there you go. Pictures Shannon right Franklin, there. Type them in. Uh, Donnie Marie. VegasPodcast.com. You lazy fucks. <laughs> they're asking for a carrot top pick. But see, yeah, I, I love all this shit. You have any idea? Uh, clearly, I'm not even good at setting it up the way that we have it. Let alone doing anything ad lib. All right. So they don't want to have to leave their screen. They're used to you doing so much for them on the enhanced podcast. They can just touch it. It's all right there. I think that's the problem. You spoiled them. I have encouraged them to. But this to is the live them. show. This be, isn't. This isn't the tactile. enhanced podcast. This is the live show. I know, but they seem to have forgotten. <laughs> they just get it. They get it. The, the treat is they get a little bit of additional banter that may or may not be worth anything, and then we'll that's it. If they want to fondle pictures and stuff, they can do that on the enhanced podcast. Yeah, there you go. That's there the you only go. point. All right. Finally, 
Friday and Saturday. <laughs> iHeartRadio is at the MGM Grand Garden Arena. Show starts at 7 p.m. Tickets start at 178. REO Speedwagon is at the Orleans. <laughs> Talk about polar opposites. <laughs> Their show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets start at 60 bucks. The Wu-Tang Clan are at Brooklyn Bowl at Link. Show starts at 9 p.m. Tickets start at 61 bucks, I assume. At Brooklyn Bowl? They have, they have crew in town. I don't know. The, well, the, the that's going to take up the whole bowling alley. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. And Jennifer Coolidge is at the Venetian. Her show on Friday is at 10 p.m. Her show Saturday is at 7.30. Ticks start at ticks, uh, tickets. Tickets start at $53. On Saturday, iHeartRadio Village is at the Lot Festival Grounds at Luxor. Is that right? It is. It is correct. Not, not very. Oh, okay. I, I agree. It is not very articulate. No, 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 no. It's it's fine. It's fine, Mark. It's fine. I, uh, Brian, uh, I didn't fucking name it. Don't make it sound like I did something here. No, 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 no. Hey, it's fine, man. It's fine. We don't. We don't we'll, we'll talk. We'll talk about it offline. We'll take it offline. <laughs> we have a sidebar. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, show starts at 11 a.m. Tickets will start at 178 dollars. 30 seconds to Mars are performing at the Boulevard Pool at Cosmopolitan. Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets start at 59 dollars. That seems like a reasonable wow. show. Wow. I'm Mars, surprised that say. they're going to be at the Boulevard Pool. Well, yeah, no Jared shit. Leto has lost his fucking mind, so I assume that's well, also he's, lost some. He's been nuts for a He's always time. been off the reservation, but I think he's truly derailed himself lately. No? 30 Seconds to Mars may or may not be performing on my TV via Rock Band oh. at some go. point in the unforeseen future. That's the best place for them to perform, because then you know the Absolutely. song will always. just go straight through right. and nothing Jared will else. actually sing. Yes. Yes. And finally, on Saturday, Capital Cities is performing at the downtown Las Vegas Event Center. Show starts at 9 p.m. Tickets will start at $25. All right, that's going to conclude Playing Vegas. Let's move on to coming attractions. All right, it's time for coming attractions portion of our show. We share with you upcoming performances and entertainment opportunities, very much like playing Vegas, but a little bit further in the future. Don't forget, this segment is brought to you by tickets.accessvegas.com. If you're going to a concert or event in Las Vegas or anywhere in the world, for that matter, treat yourself right by grabbing great premium seats at tickets.accessvegas.com. For the record, uh, <laughs> anywhere in the world, FYI. just so you know. <laughs> Why don't you start us off, Mark? All right. Alex Clare is performing at the House of Blues at Mandalay Bay, Thursday, December 4th. Show begins at 6.30. Tickets start at $30. Karen, how long has it been since you've smoked? How many How many years has it been? <laughs> um, it's like your ex-smoker ex voice. It's my, oh, my ex-smoker voice. Well, I just said got it sounded sexier when I said it, so oh. I, I just oh. said it was my ex-smoker voice. Uh, it's, Jesus. About a decade at least. No, oh, it's more than that. Okay. We were like 24 or 25 when we quit, so 14 or 15 years. I still crave it every fucking day. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah I, I feel the same way sometimes. I haven't had one in like seven years, but yeah, sometimes, man. Sound, sounds like a good idea. <laughs> the only difference sounds. is I could have one and, you know, be done. Mark would have one. And oh, I couldn't. To, no like, fucking no. way. Oh, I'm yeah, with you, Mark's Brian. The same way. I have one. I'd be at a pack a day fucking by the end of the week. I'd be fucked. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm strictly forbidden from ever even having one in, in like, yep. uh, just kind of a one-off. Yeah, so I'm, I'm actually Mark. afraid to, to even touch cigars. Listening to Vice Lounge Online, I've had the desire to give them a shot. And I'm concerned that I'll just revert back to going, 
I, I, I could sneaky inhale this. I could totally get away with well, this. Well, because you used to inhale cigars. You're not supposed to. I know. I know. I'm just saying. I so, yeah, I, I, have, I have been forbidden for, from, from all tobacco smoking products. Yes. Yep. All right. Sorry. Off track there. Um, where were we? Oh, uh, Yes. Vegas show equivalent of Transient Gypsies, Purple Rain. The Prince Tribute Act currently or formerly at the D, Planet Hollywood and Hooters, to name a few places they performed at this year alone, has announced they will begin a residency at Westgate starting October 1st in the Shimmer Cabaret. I don't know. I don't know. Tickets for Jeff Dunham's Vegas residency at Planet Hollywood are now on sale for shows starting Friday, November 28th through May of 2015. Performances are Thursday through Sundays at 7 p.m. Saturday and Sunday we'll have two shows. The earlier starting at 4 p.m. Tickets start at $98. Dip is even worse than smoking. Like, ugh. Yeah. Oh, my God. Did I ever tell you this story about the, the one time I tried it? Yeah, and you swallowed. And I swallowed yeah. and I fucking the daisies. Yeah. <laughs> my fucking dickhead college roommates were laughing their asses off, mocking me outside the bathroom. I'm like, shut up, guys. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I would have actually liked to have been around for that. I'm sure you would have. <laughs> you would have. Yeah, I'm, I'm fortunate I missed that college experience. O- only slightly. Only slightly. We're probably talking fine. like a week or two's difference before I met you. <laughs> That's a shame you missed out on that one. I, I'm, I don't feel like I've missed anything. I'm, I'm okay. All right. Next on our list, Bellagio's Gallery of Fine Art will once again host the Fabergé Treasures from the Kremlin. That's a funny name. Uh, the Fabergé Egg Exhibit <laughs> will be on display November 14th through May 25th and will be the first time it's returned to the property since 2002. Blagio's Art Gallery is open daily from 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. Admission starts at $17 with discounts for old people, military, locals, and children. For the record, I have had several things in my mouth equally addicting since then. <laughs> Mark, I thought, I thought we agreed that we weren't going to discuss that. <laughs> It's full disclosure on the show, Brian. I'm not ashamed of my past. All right, all right, fair enough. The Aquabats are performing at the Hard Rock on the Strip Wednesday, October 1st. Show starts at 6 p.m. Tickets start at $21. And Scott Stamp, formerly of Creed, and we as human will attempt to bring you the Christ while rocking your ass. (laughs) (laughs) You all right? I love that it hit him. (laughs) (laughs) That's what you're counting on, right? The fact that he doesn't read ahead and he's going to get right into this. There's nothing better than Brian (laughs) reading and realizing at the same time. (laughs) For for the people listening, uh, if you haven't already figured this out or if you didn't already notice, I don't pay attention to the notes until I'm actually reading them right on the show. Which makes so, writing them so much fun. <laughs> so this, yeah, so this played right into Mark's plan perfectly. <laughs> Let me reread this with actually, the proper Actually, that's emphasis. not entirely true, Brian. You did this to you because if you would have read the first one, I would have been reading this. <laughs> Let me read it with the proper emphasis and inflection it deserves. Fair enough. Scott Stamp, formerly of Creed, and we as human will attempt to bring you Christ while rocking your fucking ass at Vinyl Hard Rock. <laughs> On Thursday, November 13th, show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets will start at 30 holy dollars. Crash rocks! (laughs) (laughs) Uh, 
That's good stuff right there. I like that. <laughs> Don't forget, you can find links to purchase tickets to these and all the artists who report on our coming attractions calendar on the blog. All right, what do you think, Mark? To the river? We should. Let's do that. Let's go right to the fucking river. For the river this week, we've got listener feedback. You get uh, it, Mark, in that goddamn take... river. You get in it. <laughs> yeah. Get right in the fucking river. That's right. We got an email. Uh, we got a. We got, yeah, we got an email. Go ahead and uh, go ahead and take that email. Yeah. I think it's pertaining to a show that I was not a part of. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> it was the previous show. Uh, titled as yep. such. We got this from Mark Patton. He says, racism? No. Racism is belief in a superior race. The, the former episode was, is it racist? We played a game where we spoke about how in random Vegas, the requirement that anyone in a poker room in Vegas has to speak English, we asked if it was racist, and Mark replies, no, racism is the belief in a superior race. Simply requesting a common language among players is not racism. He's actually right, if you're defining racism specifically. Casinos are not saying English-speaking people are superior than others. They are simply saying this is the common language accepted. English is the third most common language in the world. I don't know if that really helps my case, but it feels like a small victory. Well, but if it's, in, if it's in a casino that's in the U.S. I, I, where I know, English but Mark is... Patton is right, and I want to make sure that I'm like, oh, you're right on that, but I'm right on this, Mark Patton, so now we're even. Yikes, all right. That's my only... <laughs> I'm, I'm really backing off, then. <laughs> I, don't, that, that's not, I, don't, I don't believe that's racist. No. <laughs> English is the most commonly accepted language worldwide. At most, it could be considered discrimination. But hell, this is America. Press one for English and play poker at Circus Circus if you want to speak Spanglish. Boom! There it is. Thanks, Mark. If I were to travel to, um, you know, Japan or something, uh, I would not expect everyone's first language to be English. Uh, I would assume that a lot of people aren't going to know what I'm saying if I'm speaking English. So, and to me, that goes without saying. So, I don't understand why someone would take offense to this. If, I mean, if they're in a casino that's in the United States, where very obviously um, English is the, is the primary language, and you might encounter some people that are multilingual where they'll have, you know, maybe Spanish in most cases, but... Uh, why would you assume? Why would you assume that someone's going to be able to accommodate you, uh, you not knowing any English? I don't. I don't understand. I actually, I have a buddy who uh, plays poker a lot. He's like really kind of serious about it, and he actually called out a couple guys that were playing at the same poker table but speaking, I don't know, Chinese, Mandarin, something along those lines, and they got really pissed off because he called him out. And he's like, "Look, you guys are obviously like he's a good enough poker player to realize that they were talking to each other about cheating, what their cards yeah. were." You know, and, and he he called them out, and they got all pissed off. He's like, "Look, I'm I'm here to play a game, and I want us to all play by the same rules." So, from that standpoint, it makes sense to only speak one language at the table. You don't speak the language, then you know, tough. Yep. Captain X Dave has a wonderful contribution. He says it's not racist if the dealer speaks English until the dealer tells the superstitious chink to fuck off. Then it's racist. <laughs> More, more, more quality contributions from Absolutely. the chat. Absolutely, <laughs> I'm so glad you're. Oh, love it. <sighs> all right, are we? All right. What, what do we have? That's all we got. Yeah. That's it. That's it. That's gonna do it for episode. I'll, I'll go ahead and record the closing, and then we can yeah, have some final banter. Mm. Banter is my new word. I'll explain in a moment. 
All right, so that's going to do it for episode 146. Thank you all for listening and downloading. We really appreciate it each and every week whenever you tune in with us. Uh, we like that you do that very much. makes us feel really nice. Uh, if you'd like to check out any of the stories we referenced on today's show, you can do that on the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com. If you'd like to send some feedback, you can email us at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. Please help others find the show. Review us on iTunes. Good, bad, or indifferent. We read all the iTunes reviews on the show, so please send those over. And Mark's all over social media. I'm not going to say we because I don't do shit. So uh, if you want to check us out on Twitter, Facebook, etc., you can find links on the blog for those as well. I've got nothing else. It's great to be back. Uh, I hope to be back at least for one more week in a row before I have to go do other shit. <laughs> right. Ryan's a busy man. I, however, have slim to no life outside of this. <laughs> we'll see you next week. Yeah.